This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Holy <laughs> Woo! That was crazy. There you go, buddy. Long time to go. Seven to them tires. That was funny stuff uh, right there. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. First of all, shouldn't there be extra points, like significant extra points for passing the most people? Shouldn't, it, shouldn't in there one be? lap? Right. Well, oh, oh, no, the it, entire it, race? It, what, one lap, sure. Yeah. I mean, just in the entire race. Like, if you pass the most cars, you should get extra points. You should. Maybe yeah. a point per car. That's, that's good with me. We'd have won the championship, Taylor. <laughs> Yesterday, we'd have won it. All right, Junior Nation. We announced last week Spy's new win a spin with Dale Jr. sweepstakes. Now go to spyoptic.com slash Dale Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic for your chance to win. What you'll get, a three-lap ride around Charlotte Motor Speedway with Dale Jr. Airfare, accommodations, tickets to the Charlotte October Nationwide Race, and spy sunglasses. So sign up for the contest and get you a pair of shades, all courtesy of our partner, Spy. That's Loser. pretty cool stuff. Losers get to spin with TJ Majors. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. TJ will take nine bathroom breaks, though, if, <laughs> if you get that spin. Only one. I can't even. I can't take one. Oh, well, I tried for two. You tried for two. Yeah, absolutely. You got one in. Is you were trying for a second, what happened? Spun his tires. Yeah, <laughs> spun my tires. We were, I was in the stairwell already because it, it's hard to get to the bathroom. It's a long ways away. And I was in the stairwell, and all the, I hear, well, one to go with the line. And I'm like, oh, I definitely I better you don't have time. Yeah, this is not going to happen. Yeah, don't have time. Well, that happens, you know, from time to time, as we have known. Yeah. You're uh, listening to uh, the chatter each and every week. I went, off, I went off the side of the pagoda. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Junior said that he had uh, some raindrops on his car in turn yeah. four, but it was yeah. no big deal. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I had to go. One to go at the line Indy, that's, that's a big place. It's yeah. at least two minutes No, you have. No, today. because it's a long ways away. The bathrooms normally are right by us, but they're not right anywhere near us there. We actually are on, like, the 12th floor. The bathrooms we were supposed to use were on the ninth floor, and it was one bathroom, and when you got there, there was always a line. So when the caution comes out, everyone gets up and goes to the bathroom. Well, we can't right away because we got to wait till we get caught up, make our pit stop on the yeah. track, and then yeah. we go. So right. we get there and like, oh, man, this, this is going to suck. Yeah. So you try to be polite and ask somebody if you can budge in front of them or whatever, but there's no real – that pagoda is like – the holy grail i i don't it's there's something in there that they don't want anybody to find because they protect it like it's like a clan castle in clash of clans man you they've got they got like seven level nine cannons surrounding it and stuff man it's crazy it's like peeing at augusta national you know yeah. just you can't do it i walked right by a tesla a hidden tesla <laughs> I, I wish we could just show Mike's face. Right so far, now. we have really disappointed Mike Davis, like in every way. And this guy loves to embarrass people and say inappropriate no, things I, all day long. I'm learning something about TJ right now. I'm just kind of taking this in because I, I wonder at what point are you going to actually develop some sort of code word rather than I've just, been trying. People will just figure it out because they know what I normally say every race. Oh, I see. So you don't want us to know as well, we're I listening. Really, I don't really care, but it's become kind of a game now. So I mean, I, listen, I, I heard him on the radio. I'm sitting there. I hear him on the radio say, uh, I was going to go, but it doesn't look like I'm going to have enough time. He's talking to Steve yeah. on the back. That stretch. was Channel 2, so you were sneaking already. Oh, that wasn't on Channel 1? That was Channel 2. So, yeah, yeah. Oh. you were already sneaking into private territory there. You know, by the way, uh, being on the pit road <laughs> this year, I did. I have noticed that there are a lot of other creative 
conversations that go on on Channel Two. Not yeah, just, not between you and, we don't and Dale run Jr. necessarily, yeah, but like a lot it. of other guys. Yeah, we don't run Channel Two hard, like never. Like yeah. other than that, I just ran it with the other spotters, so I could we yeah. could communicate without everyone else. So, it, so so note to the fans if you go out to the track <laughs> channel two hey yeah. hey tj will spot his trip to the bathroom on channel two <laughs> yeah, that happens week. on channel it, two yep. there you go okay so under caution if you're there in pocono next weekend channel two i'll just key the mic the whole time oh <laughs> you need to tweet out you know channel two right now caution i don't know if they have it on nascar's audio because remember we had to switch to channel two well, one how time. would i've heard it i don't know i think you it wasn't on channel two I'm pretty Maybe sure. you thought you were on Channel 2. I guarantee it was on Channel 2 because if it wasn't. It was Channel 2, yeah. If it wasn't, Dale Jr. or Steve Letarte, one of them would not have let that moment pass without saying no, that. No, yeah. About it. All right, can we We should probably get to the race now. There was should a race? We? Yeah. Okay. Do you think you passed the most cars yesterday? It sure felt like I, it. I really – well, I thought that about after, like, the Third first, lap. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought we passed the most cars all day. And then, then when that yellow came out, we had to get to Lucky Dog. I knew uh, – I just looking at the cars in front of us, and we were the only one making ground up. Yeah, like we were the only one really catching cars and passing them. But it, it is pretty um, uneventful race as far as that. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know, teammate Jeff Gordon wins it, and it. Well, I have to say it's really cool. You know, with his family. I mean, he said it was the win he enjoyed the most in his career. How about that? Yeah, he's um, got a lot of, and he does. Yeah. But the when you're able to share that with your family, I know that that's really cool, and certainly meant a lot to him yesterday. Uh, but I don't know about you guys how you felt, and we'll hear what Dale Jr. had to say in just a second. There was a lot of enthusiasm that I had watching the race because of how strong the car was and because I thought Dale Jr. ran an incredible race. And there was also some frustration in that, man, I mean, we should have been battling for the lead, you know? Yeah. It's just it's just sometimes you get some bad luck, you know? Listen, I disagree with you, TJ. I thought that was a very interesting race because I don't recall an Indy race, and this is why I really was glad that you From came strategy today. side. I, that that was run like a road course. Yeah. yeah. The pit strategies. It, there, there was so much math that went into that thing before they ever dropped the green flag yeah. that it was really confusing just to watch as a spectator uh, to, and, and understand what was going on. A lot of the reasons we would have passed cars uh, – is some of them, I mean, sometimes we're on fresher tires than they are because everybody was on so many different strategies. It, it was hard to really kind of keep up who was, who was good. Yeah, you'll have that next week, too. Any track where you can pit and not lose a lap, you'll have a lot of that. Well, because, yeah, I assume Yeah, that. because guys can, yeah, like Pocono mm -hmm. next week, you have the same thing. But guys with that lap 20 competition caution, too, a lot of guys thought about coming down pit road half if the yellow came out before that. And not and taking their tires or whatever, and then taking the fuel or taking the fuel on the caution that shorter stop. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. There's a lot of different stuff you can do when there's a competition caution, and you don't lose a lap I, pitting. I just don't remember Indy being run that way, where you know Dale Jr. and the '88 team pit under the first caution, and then 16 laps later pit under green. Yeah. I, I don't ever remember seeing that. Maybe I'm wrong. You know. I, Listen, I've I've I'm well, prone to take saying. a nap uh, occasionally during a race, but I'm saying I don't recall ever seeing it. Yeah, well, I think the reason because Stevie was talking about it before because they only get, they got one can of fuel in, so that you're gonna have to because your fuel windows I think thirty some laps, so mm -hmm. they got enough fuel in it to only run sixteen more because they wanted a short pit. But everybody else did the same thing, right? Though. So who? I, they, what he said beforehand because you know how the ESPN oh, crews come into the haulers and always talk to the crew chiefs. He said. Depending on how we are in the first 20 laps, if we're making up ground, we're just going to take two right sides and one can of fuel. But Under if we're the not, competition cor caution. Correct. Right. But if we're not making up any ground, we're going to take four tires, we're going to pack it full of fuel, we're going to do as long as we can. Gotcha. That was his mindset going before the race had started. Okay. Interesting. 
Very different feeling from the New Hampshire race. And, in fact, let's hear what Dale Jr. had to say about his ninth-place finish at the Brickyard. Hey, everybody. It's Junior. I just got home from Indy. I don't know if you can hear Killer panting in the background. If you can, he says hello. Um, first off, I want to thank Kobe <laughs> from Make-A-Wish that I met earlier today. He was a cool kid. He had some... Uh, those Google glass glasses and he was telling me about how he he's disabled and how he's going to make apps for Google glass for disabled folks. So that's great to that's cool. hang out with him. He's pretty impressive. That got me fired up and put me in a great mood. And we surely needed that having to start 23rd today. But anyhow, we, we took off today and uh, the car was real good at the start of the race and we moved forward pretty quickly. Pit strategy there is really unique. The, the left side tire doesn't wear that much, and so you only really need to put rights on it. You only need to change lefts on maybe once or once during the race. They'll go 80 laps for sure. So you also, since you don't have tire wear on the left side, you uh, you know, and you can't pass at this particular racetrack, you need to call it like a road course. You call the race backwards. And what you need to do is once you get into the last fuel window, you need to be on pit road. As soon as you can, you think you can make it to the end, maybe even a lap short, you get on pit road and hope maybe you get a caution to get gain that lap and uh, help your fuel mileage out. But the trick to that is what you do the stop before, the, the second to last stop. You want to uh, get on pit road and fill the car up and put all the tires you can put on it so that last stop is as short as possible. Um, in a perfect situation, you're putting in less fuel than everybody else, and you're only putting on a couple tires, and you can get in and out of your box real quick and gain some spots on pit road. But um, it's a real challenge, probably um, not a ton of fun to watch. I don't really know, but uh, it's, uh, it's a different kind of challenge trying to call a race that way. There's a lot of people on several different strategies, and I'm sure that had everybody confused as hell, but... We uh, got caught uh, lap down when the caution come out just uh, just after we pitted. We got the lucky dog there, and we went all the way back to, I think, 29th place, and we had to crawl, claw our way back to the front, and we were lucky enough to do that. We had a lot of great pit stops, great strategy by Steve, gained, some, gained a bunch of spots on pit road. We passed a lot of cars on the racetrack, and it's not very thrilled with ninth place. That's nothing to get too damn excited about because we expect a lot better than that, but I'm real I was thrilled with how good the car was and how, how good a job we did under the circumstances. So I'm going to drink a cold beer <laughs> and get ready for Pocono in the next couple of days. You know, we had a pretty decent weekend. So we got to figure out what we're doing in qualifying to get our cars a little bit better, or get what I need to qualify better. We've had it a couple of weekends, and then some weekends we don't. This weekend was very frustrating because I figured that we would do better, and we didn't. I got... I got pretty down Saturday about it. Um, had a conversation with Steve, sort of trying to, uh, you know, build our confidence for the race. And we didn't have a lot of practice, so we didn't really know what kind of race car we had. But those guys did a great job putting a good car on the grid, and it was fun to drive. As fun as it can be at that place, it's so frustrating because you get stuck behind people. And the spoilers are a little bigger this year, so that's a little bit worse than it's been in the past at that track. I mean, you, you you could see it. We'd all just kind of get stuck there, three or four car lengths behind each other, and just be a big train of cars, and nobody really able to pass. But uh, I was happy for Jeff. 
those guys really had a fast car in practice. Their lap times were really, really good. So happy for him and how they've sustained their success and uh, comp competitiveness over the last several, you know, 20 years, two decades. It's been pretty incredible to watch. And uh, he's a great teammate. So looking forward to Pocono this weekend. And I guess that's about it. So I guess everybody liked the tweet uh, of my mama's text. Mm. She's a trip. She's got a great personality. She didn't mean no harm by the comment about the car being but she uh she don't hold back she's a g so if you know the g's you know how they are we'll see you later y'all take it easy that was great stuff by the way that that text that he put up yeah. uh, from his mom on twitter i think everybody really enjoyed that and his response uh to it was really cool as uh as well so a lot of stuff to digest yeah. there yeah. In, in that uh clip and, and i'm sure you have some things mike here i got a question for you when danica brought out the second caution and we were a lap down we had just uh we had raced up, you know, to certainly mid-pack or uh, probably oh, we were top almost, 15. We top, were just top, outside the top 10. Okay, so we were up there top 10, yeah. uh, and we make our green flag pit stop. The caution comes out. It, at that point, it was really hard to determine where people were on the track and all that stuff. All I know is it didn't sound good for us, by the way, Steve LaTarte reacted. And I know we got that radio clip that we'll play that. In fact, let's play that, yeah, now, let's do that now, and yeah. then I got a question for DJ. All right, thanks again. We're going to have to figure something out here. I think the 11 – might have us a lap down here. He's on a different strategy than everybody. I think he's just in front of us. Yeah, that'll be lucky dog. I don't know. The 48 might be. I think he was behind him too. No, the 48 wasn't. I'm right behind him. Left right here. Look across from me. Get across. Get the lucky dog. Okay, we'll get the lucky dog. Damn the luck. Okay. It was going to be all right. We were going to get him there, but oh well. I was curious. Were we... Going to pass the 11 in a couple laps. I think he had said oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Because of fresh tires or because the 11 was going to be making a pit stop? No, we were going to blow by him with tires, like, easily. Because Maybe he not. was on a completely different Yeah, I don't track. even think it would have taken two laps. I think really? it would have taken less than that. So how far uh, in front of Junior was he? Uh, he had just, I mean, not far. I mean, less than, less than like, an eighth of a track. I mean, it was like – uh, he could. He okay. was clearly visible to him. Like he was right there. Like it would. It wouldn't have taken long. So in a, a lap, another lap, we would have got by the. So yeah, less than two, but probably right around a lap, maybe a little bit more or something right there. Well, Mike, to your point, it was definitely a confusing time. And, well, at that and, point, yeah, yeah, it was, and and it was a nervous time as well. And Hogue, you did a good job on Twitter of uh, expressing that. Whew! I mean, it's just like because you you wondered if they were going to have to restart uh, a lap down, but uh, obviously everybody was confused, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and Steve's initial reaction was stopwatch or whatever. He gets tossed. He was upset, and I thought, oh, man, we are lapped down. And then finally everybody was talking. I could hear, I think, off the radio. Mm -hmm. And then and that was Laura and I were talking, and we knew he was lucky dog. But, but, but. Yeah, so regardless, that's bad news for you at Indy. I mean, when you yeah, get to start yeah, the tail right. end of that lap, right. even the lucky yeah. dog, you just know that all that progress you made, it just starts all over again. But it could have been worse. Night. Yes, it was awful, and it was very deflating. I was frustrated when the caution came out, first of all. I was frustrated with – with that, with a car pulling out of the racetrack too, when you when you rip your blow your uh, rear gear out on pit road and you're barely moving or whatever and you're smoking, I mean why stay on pit road? Yeah, I mean you're yeah. smoking that bad. You should they should tell you enough like hey just stay on pit road. You should know enough. And then instead of pulling right off pit road and stopping, you know I mean right. I, I think that could have been handled a little bit better. But I don't I don't know if she didn't know if she was smoking real bad or whatever. Did they but. talk about that on the broadcast at all? Or no? 
I don't know. You know what? I watched that entire race from the race buddy, the in car, Dale Jr.'s uh, yeah. car. He, I watched. You almost him. always do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I. You know what? I was listening to Doug Rice at that at that moment, and I guess it's the IMS folks, not PRN, right? Uh, IMS folks do that when they have like twelve people part of that broadcast. But Doug uh, did a very good job of trying to explain it eventually. But everybody was confused at the moment with with what was going on there. Uh, real quickly, before we we get into some reaction theater. Do you think that Davis should go to Pocono? Since man, I was thinking that same thing. Yeah, think you should just climb on the plane and go. I, I do well there. Yeah, it might have been that walk we went on. Yeah, yeah. whoa, yeah, could the, have been the, that. Na- the nature walk. <laughs> Wait, yeah. the two of you went on a walk together? Yeah, we did. Man. yeah, yeah. exploring. Yeah, whatever works, man. I'm a I'm a big fan you, of doing it again. You know I think those you superstitious people. They want you to go back and you two to have a nature walk. What are you doing this weekend? What am I going doing to Pocono? <laughs> yeah, besides going to Pocono, <laughs> throwing rocks at a sign so you can hit it first <laughs> by some lake in Pocono, skipping yeah. rocks. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Me and T. Yeah. Gosh, it was so elementary what we were doing it on was, our nature man. walk. Yeah, it was pretty school kid stuff. That's not surprising sure. at all. No, not at all. Hey, wait, wait, wait one, one thing I want to ask about this race real quick. That last restart where Dale Jr. gets so excited. Yeah, how crazy was that? It was uh, – I didn't think we were coming out off of turn two, to be honest with you. When they went four wide into it, I had to hand it off to Steve on the backstretch because I lose sight of him about the, just probably the 25% mark of turn two. I couldn't see anymore. And I know we were three wide when I, when I couldn't see him anymore. But um, I know that I know that <laughs> for a second when we were four wide, I mean, it, you don't really ever hear four wide at Indy, like, right. especially in, a, in the short shoot. I mean, the front stretch on a restart or somebody – I mean, that's – different but four wide between the corners i mean that's i yeah. i honestly didn't think we were going to come out of that and especially as we were there it was us jimmy brad and someone else and normally you, you can pick the guy out that's going to lift and i was trying to pick out the guy that was going to lift and i couldn't figure out which one was going to do it so i didn't think we were going to come out of there but it was crazy and i mean gordon and kane almost wrecked each other yeah at the front but th- that was a key moment for junior because uh a few laps earlier th- those both those restarts had started from 14th he was 14th the restart earlier, he went from 14th to 19th. Yeah, the outside row is not very and that good. Was at, but he, he restarted on the outside row in 14th again this time, and he went from 14th to 9th. In yeah. Half and, that doesn't in, ha- in, a, in a lap. Honestly, yeah. that, was, that we were very fortunate to, to have that happen because the outside row was really tough. And, and I almost tweeted this because after the previous restart where he went from 14th to 19th, we got to hear all those you know armchair crew chiefs say, uh, Junior's terrible restarts. And then when he went from 14th to 9th, I wanted to tweet, Dale Jr. doesn't know it yet, but he just said, suck it to all you people that bash his restarts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, this, that, that, he's been actually getting – I think his restarts this year have been really good. We've kind of got a new system down of restart, and I've kind of figured out how, what, what to tell him when at certain times. <laughs> you say can, green flag about five no, seconds earlier than it was? I can anticipate it a little <laughs> bit more, like when the leader's going and I can count out of the box, and, and I've got him – leaving a little bit more of a gap in front of him and whenever we get close to that line i call it off the leader he's already rolling faster than the car in front of him so that gives him an op- an opportunity to make a move before yeah. the corner so i got you before we get into reaction theater let's remind everybody about spy's exclusive deal for dirty mo radio listeners go online to spyoptic.com slash dale jr or facebook.com slash spy optic and enter for your chance to win a spin with dale jr yeah, important to note, fans, no purchase necessary. That's right, no purchase necessary. Just go to either of those two websites Taylor mentioned. You can even press pause on this podcast as long as you promise to come back. And you just fill out that quick entry form, and you're entered to win a spin with Dale Jr. Now, if you're on the side and you would like a cool 20% off of a purchase of Dale Jr. Collection sunglasses, be sure to use discount code Dirty Mo Radio. Dirty Mo Radio. Let's go to Reaction <laughs> Theater. <laughs> 
How about that, Dale Earnhardt Jr. finishing ninth at the Brickyard? Loving this momentum. Better than what you got Jimmy Johnson doing, finishing 42nd twice in a row and then coming to the Brickyard no. and getting caught, picking his nose no. on national television, junior class act, saying, hey, good job, Jeff Gordon. And then my girlfriend, Jimmy Johnson fan, denying the fact that Jimmy Johnson's picking his nose on national television. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. What There's some domestic going on. issues going yeah. there. Was At first, her? I didn't know. I guess what was in the background? It was, was that her yelling a hand I, over her mouth or I, something? I, either her or Amanda, did you see that? No. I didn't either. Oh. I, when the race is over, I turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I did too. All right, what's next? What's up, y'all? The 30 Mo Radio. Uh, what a heck of a weekend, huh? Dale Jr. goes to Indiana, visits the National Guard, shoots big guns, blows up big holes. Then... Poor Mike Hogue gets a Sharpie thrown at his shirt. Ain't that some crap? Ruins a nice, bright orange shirt. But then he makes a deal with the devil. That goes over real well on Twitter. Uh, the 88 team, they get a huge bail, yeah, turning a 23rd place qualifying car into a top 10. Uh, huge congrats goes out to the 24 team and Jeff Gordon on getting that win. It wasn't junior, but it was still within the Hendrick organization, so you always got to celebrate something like that. So congrats to those guys. Hope they enjoy it. Dale, yeah. You are sort of the center of attention this weekend. I was not. No? How? What is he talking about? Which part? <laughs> I don't know. That's a two, that was a two-part call. I think you just confirmed Taylor's <laughs> statement there. Well, no, this all happened. The orange, you know, race day, I started wearing the orange shirt because it drives some people crazy. Some people like it. And I was like, hey, you know, Tiger wears red on Sundays. I'll make, it'd be I cool love it. to wear orange. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm that, love hey, hey, look at me. Right there. Hey, that's exactly. the hey, look you at me what? shirt. But anyways, but, but, okay. regardless, the Sharpie thing. The Sharpie. What happened? A fan. Dad, we were walking back from driver's meeting. A fan wanted Dale to sign something. Well, Dale already had a Sharpie. The guy had an open black one. So Dale looks at me, and he just kind of underhand darts it to me, like to my shirt. And Sharpie went all over my shirt. Oh, he Sharpied you, huh? Yeah. And he's okay. like, oops. He goes, but I know you got plenty more of those. <laughs> and you'll probably end up even signing it and doing some whole giveaway. <laughs> and it's like a, a spin with my code. Cheap shot to me. I didn't have any other shirts, so I had to wear the Sharpie around all day. Um, and the other one. The yellow shirts. Some people are confused by the yellow shirts in Indy. Well, everyone knows they're like the toughest of all security around every track you go to. So I simply made a saying yesterday. I said I made a deal with the devil, a.k.a. the yellow shirts, to get one of those for a Halloween costume. All that was, all I meant by that was, yeah, the guy, the guy got a signed hat by Dale. Right. He was like, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get giving me your address. You were joking. Yes, it was an expression, and someone took that. They was they were blasted me. On Twitter, saying there are kids that listen to this. I can't believe you would say something like that. And I meant no harm by it. It was a saying, and I apologize if I hurt anybody's feelings. But it wasn't meant that way. Personally, I like when Junior took a shot at you on Twitter because you were taking pictures with people. That was pretty funny, too. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mention that. <laughs> hey, listen, you're a popular guy. There's nothing wrong with but that. Listen, every time, if I take a picture or Mike takes a picture or TJ takes a picture. I wouldn't do it naturally, during an autograph session with I, Junior's signing. I, well, yeah. The person who took that at the autograph session was sitting down, you know. Hey, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I All just right. know that you were taking pictures. Well, they said, I know that Dale Jr. Came, won't give a picture with me. Can I have a picture with you? Because I follow both of you on Twitter. And Dale kept signing. And he's cool. And he was like, send me that picture. I want it. Amanda, yeah. do you have anything See? to say about this? <laughs> I'm not commenting on any of this. See, you playing it safe. I like the comment. Smart. Somebody wrote, pretty soon, Hogue's going to need a Hogue. Yeah, to, to follow him around. Yeah, right. To do his stuff. That's a That's not a bad idea. All right, let's get to the next one. That went over well. With Jeff Gordon getting his second <laughs> win of the season, makes you wonder if uh, people are going to forget about uh, Jimmy Johnson and 
start booing uh, Jeff Gordon again. At least make for some uh, variation on the conspiracy theory here on Reaction Theater. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to add six beers. <laughs> oh, good Actually, for you. you just did. Good for you. Uh, well Good done. For you. That's right over. That's the new thing now in Reaction Theater. If you're going to leave a Reaction Theater message and you have, uh, you know, a, a few beers to help you out with your call, just tell us how many you got in you. That's it. It's as simple as that. <laughs> What's that, that man did it to perfection. He did. Brother Davis often talks about miracles performed in the Bible in his Sunday school class. <laughs> One of them is when Jesus turned water into wine. Well, Sunday, we saw a miracle right here on earth where Brother Steve and Brother Dale turned chicken <laughs> And the chicken salad. <laughs> Doing a lap down and enough P9 on a track that's hard to pass. I think unofficially, Brother Dale passed 42 million cars. Can I get a Dale Yeah from the congregation, Junior Nation? Dale Yeah, you can. Was Absolutely. That beer tan. Uh, <laughs> that's just him nap normal. Yeah, that, yeah, that's an average day quasi dado's life. That's oh, that's awesome. true. That's that is true. Stuff. That's really good stuff there. What's next? So, I've had a six-pack of Tall Boys, a Bud Light Margarita, and a glass of wine. Good rally today by the guys, getting all the way back up into the top ten. And Hogue, can you just, for Christ's sake, get off your butt and get Junior up? Sharpie? Junior, if you need a guy to refill your Sharpies, I'm your man. Hogue's got a Hogue right there. They're already going after your job, those Sharpies. I've got a brand new box from this office before I left, and lo and behold, every single one of the gold Sharpies is dried out in a brand new box. Did you test them out? I did it. it was a brand new <laughs> box. And when I found out it didn't work, of course. Failure. Two Failure. years later, Taylor, we're still talking about dried Sharpies. If you, uh, How have, about if he was normal and used black ones? We wouldn't have that problem. <laughs> if you have any suggestion <laughs> on who Hoag's Hoag should be, please tweet my code. I, I don't want to hire a new Hoag because that no, no, Hoag no, would have this Hoag. No, no, no. You he's, already have one. He does the itinerary every week. Hiring him. This is going to work for Hoag. Okay. Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Who's next? I would, would love to see that one. Listen, what does it say about this season when we're upset about a ninth? A ninth. And as far as that caution goes there, when Junior got caught a lap down, I swear to God, sometimes Junior can fall into a rose garden and come out smelling like he fell in a porta potty. Listen, all I can say is, Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Yeah, that's, that is a good point. I mean, it. You are in a good place when you're disappointed with these kind of finishes, and I don't think there's any question they have the speed to contend to win every race. And that's that's a great feeling, but it's also a frustrating feeling when you finish ninth. But, hey, Pocono's next, so you got to be fired up about that. Get your hot dog wrappers ready, everybody. There you, that's right. Next. Get them on those grills. <laughs> Dale, yeah. Hey, I think Dale done a great job today. Coming back, no lap down, finishing the top ten. Hey, what more could you ask for? But on the other news. Mike Hogue mm. and Laura need to step up their game on the in-game in tweet. Uh, Delaney <laughs> Harvard was given much more up-to-date information, Ooh. and she's got, what, eight months old? Y'all got to step it up, boy. And yeah, what? on another thing, the tweet from Dale's mom after the race was great. His reaction to it was even better. His answer was great. I loved it. Dale, yeah. Let's do it. It's our year. Dale, yeah. Hogue, Did he really just, just say step it hold up? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Just so everybody has a visual, Hogue just slammed his hand he down he on did. the desk when he heard that. What did you do now? I didn't. Apparently, not enough hey, this let me, time. Let me let me say this. Let me say this to you, okay? We have this conversation too often, you and me. You get so frustrated with these people, 
that, that respond to you this way. I am here to tell you the overwhelming majority, the overwhelming majority of people know you do an excellent job on Twitter. And they, I, yesterday, you did seriously. You made me do my job better because of the way you tweeted yesterday. Yeah, that sure, make we you feel, make me replay that one too. Did yeah, okay. Did that make you feel any better? Did, he but, yeah. he wants that in the show open. You really yes. did. <laughs> Minus really the did. tweeting, though, he's pretty bad at everything else. <laughs> 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 kind of like you're driving. I, I, I will, hold up. I will back Hogue up here. Between Laura and Hogue, and then occasionally when you and I might even yeah. want to drop no, no, in no. a comment. I don't say anything. There's nothing else no, no. for me to say anymore. No, listen, it's great. I think we pretty much got the 88 covered. I mean, And West Coast Cal 88. Yeah. And West Coast Cal 88. <laughs> yeah. Listen, trust me. There's no shortage of Dale Jr. tweets. So I'm, really not, yeah. I'm backing you up on this one. No, part. I understand. And let me tell you, there was a point in that race where I had to check to see if my radio had died because it was like a few laps. I hadn't heard you. I hadn't heard it. I mean, there was just nothing. Was probably being, in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it gets so stretched out on those, those big tracks. There's yeah. nothing going on. People are like, what are they saying? How's the car? I don't know. I'm not yeah. driving 30 it. 30 of you in line. I haven't even heard TJ in 10 laps, so I couldn't tell you. Now, I might accuse you of plagiarizing Laura's tweets. I retweet her tweets. <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, I'm kidding. as they stand is, next on, to each on, other. On Cup Day, she she is the Hendrick PRF. She tweets right. updates about the car. It has to come from her first. Now on nationwide stuff with Junior Motorsports, different deal. Different deal. Totally different deal. But you know the order of hierarchy on race uh, day hey, is you the man. Fist right. bump. We're, we're, yeah. So just so, but I, but I tweet some cool pictures. You you do of your orange, and I've tweeted some cool pictures of your orange shirt. Let's get to the next one. This guy already retired. <laughs> Mike, the question shouldn't be how many beers I've had, because if I answered that, you'd probably think I own a damn beer company. The true <laughs> question is, how many beers did TJ Majors have on the spotter stand? Because lately, he has to be down like a troll pack during a race, because can go piss a lot. I mean, I mean, every race, two or three times. If I, if I told him, to hold up. Or something. Maybe there's a surgery that can help him or something. Maybe just send him the AA class. <laughs> you must be drinking up there. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you how many beers I had, you'd probably think I owned a beer company. I that mean, was good stuff, man. I, I missed Tim Brock. Yeah, I'm, he was great, and he did sound hammered. By the way, he did actually sound yeah. really hammered. What kind of beer you sell, Tim? Um, I mean, I just drink. I don't even drink that much in the morning. Like I don't. I just you, you drink a beer small in the bladder. You drink Budweiser. Yeah, Bud man. Light? What you I got a, a bladder the size of the but, Smarties right there, man. It's TJ, I, I would think it's so intense and you're so focused, you would forget about having to pee for three hours. It's three hours. Can no. you, what do you do on road trips? <laughs> uh, we got to pull over stop. again. Madeline's holding it for six hours, and you're going every <laughs> hour and a half. I don't think it's – I mean, when you're on a roof and you're standing there and you're in the sun for yeah, that long. I, there's out. no way I could hold it. There's no way I could. No, nah, man. I'm telling you, it's not – you're literally up there for, like, almost four hours sometimes. And I, I go right before the race, and most time, like, once during a race. Sometimes if I drink, if you, I mean, it's hot, man. It's 85 degrees yesterday, yeah. so you're drinking water and staying hydrated and stuff. So Maybe he should pee in his suit, you know? Just yeah. <laughs> hey, can you bring me an orange Gatorade after the <laughs> yeah. race? Oh, I've heard that work. <laughs> oh, meet me at the bottom of the elevator, an orange Gatorade. Oh, <laughs> All right, that's Reaction Theater. The it's open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best. Each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. All right, uh, Wednesday, Kelly Earnhardt Miller's Fastlane Family presented by Charlie Soap has special guest Aaron Crocker Evernham. Friday, check out JRM360, the podcast. You never know what you're going to learn about the Junior Motorsports employees. And on Mondays, we recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Nationwide Late Model Teams and Dale's Sprint Cub Series run on the Monday recap presented by Spy. Great job with that, Amanda. That was 
it's always great. And uh, this week was some really good stuff, uh, exclusive audio from Dale Jr. as well. All right, it's time now for the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. The white flag is brought to you by me. <laughs> Here's what's going on. <laughs> Dale Jr. is going to be spending some quality time at Hendrick Motorsports, making his rounds, meeting with competition group, and doing all those things Jr. does at Hendrick. On Wednesday, Junior is doing some production work for NASCAR's new Sprint Cup chase campaign. Junior can do that because he's already locked in that b- Oh! <laughs> oh! Wow. On that same day, Junior will be calling into Goldberg's podcast. The Goldberg, man. He's Bill Goldberg, yeah. Th- th- this is what's funny about oh, that. I asked Hogue, who lined this up, I said, hey, Goldberg the wrestler? Yeah. Where do they talk about wrestling? I don't know. Where does Goldberg's <laughs> podcast play? I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, was, sign us up. Well, he talked to Junior a, two, a couple races ago. He was like, man, Tony Stewart was on here. I want you on here. So Dale's like, yeah, just get with him. He'll help you out. So I've been emailing okay. Goldberg. I thought that was a cool Tony thing. Stewart came up to me in Kentucky and said he wants to come on this podcast. No way. I swear to you he said and that. And you're just now telling us? Well, I hadn't seen you. But he does. He does want to come on this podcast. The wheels have fallen off. Yes. If you're going to Pocono this week, Dale Junior will be making a public appearance at the Tricky Triangle Club. Go to www.poconoraceway.com for more details. Also, Bristol Motor <laughs> Speedway recently announced Dale Jr. will be appearing at their race day hospitality. Go to www.bristolmotorspeedway.com for ticket information. What do you call that? That's a weak link right there. I like www.trickytriangleclub.org. Oh. Oh, oh, it's a foundation now. I got you. It's always a foundation. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Taylor. Yeah. Have you voted Dale for the most popular I have. driver? I have. You lie. I have. You haven't tweeted it. Uh, but that doesn't mean I haven't done it, though. Well, you it get means you're not you maximizing it and getting three votes per day. I vote. If it, does it help if it, yeah. if, if if you, it goes on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, it helps. Well, then I'll I vote. do that right now. Because right when you're done, yeah. it says share on Twitter and it's an extra vote. Okay. Now tell me, how to, tell me, how, <laughs> tell me again how to do it. Sprint.com slash speed. Yep. I'm going right now. There are two races this weekend <laughs> in two, lo- two different locations. The first is a nationwide series race, Saturday night at Iowa Speedway. Junior won't be there, but his three teams will be. Josh Berry will be making his nationwide series debut in the number five tackle grab, Dirty Mo Radio Chevrolet. Did you catch that last part? We're on another race car. Oh, yeah, we are. I would just read it. Dirty Mo Radio is on another race car. We are. How'd you manage that? You must know somebody. I take what we pay you, and I put it into the race car. Yeah. You mean you need to make some mini Dirty Mo Radio stickers so I can put one on my headset next to my wind stickers. I don't know, man. They just didn't. Why up in the don't we do? Why can't we put them in the car? Ring car camera. <laughs> we'll talk about this after we get to oh. this white flag. That <laughs> race Saturday night starts at 7:30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Should we should just be back from our nature walk. <laughs> <laughs> the music right now was like an hour ago. Finally, on Sunday, Junior returns to Pocono Raceway as the defending track winner in the Sprint Cup Series, and Mike Davis has now decided to go. That race starts at 1 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. I'm just kidding. I'm going. You don't have to go. You're right. I like I like Pocono. Yeah. We're going to win that thing. Right, Hope? Yeah. We're going to win that thing. Bang. Bang. I'm it for White Flag's over. We're just talking. Yeah. Evidently Hey, it you is. know, when he came down the front stretch hollering about passing all those cars when yeah. he was yelling, you know what that sounded like, right? What? Like you. You see my man Duke's a hazard it through the grass. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? That was me last year. Last year, year after the Sonoma race. Radio. Remember he was over there. We did that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we did. When, when, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 What? Do you want to do one for old time? No, sake? I, I mean, just did was, it right that there. Him, that, that was me last year. <laughs> All right. All right. That's been uh, an off-the-rails edition of the Dale Jr. Download. Amanda Troutman, I am sorry. Uh, for Dale Earnhardt Jr., for TJ Majors, for Mike Hogue, for Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. We'll be back next week 
on the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. And Mike, of course, we've got some news. Oh, great news from our friends at Spy Optic. How often do you get a chance to ride with Dale Jr. in a race car at Charlotte Motor Speedway for three laps and, and plus do it in an all-expense paid trip? Well, Spy Optic is making that possible for, uh, for one lucky fan. So go to spyoptic.com slash Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic to enter. And no purchase necessary. Just go enter. Dale, yeah. <laughs>